Ever wondered if it's possible to start an Amazon business without much of an investment? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to show you how I helped someone who only had $5,000 to invest launch not one, not two, but 12 products all at once. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed, organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And I've got something serious for you guys today. This is going to be a case study about six months or so in the making, I started this way back in August of 2019 and just been compiling data for you guys. And I want to release it to you now. I call this Project 5K. Project 5K because somebody had come up to me and and said, hey, I've got $5,000 to invest. Can I make it on Amazon? And I said, you know what? Let me do it for you and let's see what we can do, all right? Now, guys, just wanted to let you know, don't forget whatever platform you're listening on, make sure to subscribe to it and also give us a review. We've only got about 400 reviews, I think, last time I checked on iTunes. I'm not sure how many on Spotify or these other channels you're listening on. So hook us up with a review. Let us know what you think of these episodes. Now, let's get into it. Okay, so again, somebody approached me. It was actually the, the same guy who helped me do that case study a couple months ago about the hemp cream. He had a friend mutual friend who wanted to invest $5,000 into Amazon. You know, they got a full-time job. They weren't, you know, interested in trying to quit their full-time job. They're like, hey, I want a hobby. I have this $5,000. I'd like to start something and maybe grow it, you know, over the years. So I'm like, all right, I want to make sure you got the right expectations here. You know, we're not doing this to, to make you a million dollars or anything, but if you trust me, I'll go ahead and invest this money for you and, and like bring you along the journey. Make sure you like these products and and this you know you have your creative direction and all that stuff and and let's see what we can do with five thousand dollars because i was like this would be a great case study to try and launch some maybe cheaper products for people who don't have that much money to invest so first step that i did is obviously i went to helium 10 black box and i just started you know using some criteria i wanted to find a a product that was you know selling a little decent amount of money. I don't believe in that time we had yet the black box for keywords. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I used the black box for products. This was in, in July of last year. Now I found some products using the tool that were showing an estimated sales of around, around three to $4,000 a month. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty good. Now, when I clicked into it, I kind of like held back a little bit because I noticed that it was just a item that was peaking during the summertime. I can't give you guys too many details. Like I gave you guys the, the hemp cream, the exact hemp cream that was in, in the last case studies I did. But this one, they, they want to stay semi-private, so I can't give you too many details. But let me just say that what I found is it's kind of like uh, something that's used in, in parties and it has to do especially with a certain kind of fruit. And so this kind of fruit is only you know popular during the summertime. And these kind of theme parties based around this is only during the summertime. So I was like, ah, you know, I see this peak, but then I see a big drop off on this product that I found in black box, you know, a, a specific product. I wasn't looking at the niche as a whole. I found a specific product that was selling well. 
And then when I did look at the niche as a whole, when I, when I, I used Cerebro to find what keywords were driving sales to it. And then I just looked at the other competitors too, and they all had a similar trajectory as far as the sales goes. You know, like there was a peak in like June and July. It started to really peak in the beginning of August. And then towards the end of August, September, it really died down. But then the curious thing was it kind of peaked up in October and then the first part of November. And I was like, that's so weird. You know, that doesn't make any sense. Why was there this lull in, in September and the latter part of August? And when I looked at it, these people were dual marketing this product, all right? So in the summertime, it is great for this one kind of, of party because this one fruit uh, is a popular summer fruit. But then in the month of October, people were using this for like pumpkin kind of parties. And I'm like, what in the world? A pumpkin party, you know, like, you know, for Halloween or, or around Thanksgiving or just fall related parties. I'm like, this, this party supply product is, is popular, you know, during that time too. But they were kind of like dual marketing it on their listing. I was like, that's kind of weird. It's such a huge clash. Like the main image shows something completely different, the summer product, but then the secondary images, they were really trying to show, you know, the secondary use of the product. And it just really clashed, you know, to me. I noticed some of the other competitors were only single, you know, only a single one. Only one person was marketing for the summer fruit. And then the other person was marketing for the pumpkin style parties, right? You know, later on in the year. So my first thought was, you know what? What if I were to have this product, but instead of trying to market it to both audiences and both niches in one listing, what if I just split it up into two listings? All right, yeah, I'll just split it up so I can fully optimize the listing for the specific avatar. So I'm like, you know what? This product is really cool. You know, it's selling for about $20, $21, $22. Some competitors were selling it for $25. And when I checked with a sourcing agent, the cost in China to produce it was only about $2.50. All right, so I'm like, hey, this is this is a pre pretty decent uh, price margin here. But then I was like, man, this this really sucks. You know, like I don't want to invest this lady's money, $5,000 into this one product. And then, you know, it's only going to have sales for like three months out of the year. Now I didn't need a thousand dollars, you know, because this, this product, like I said, only costs like $2 and 50 cents. So I'm like, what else can I use with some of the extra money or how can I differentiate this product? So the first thing I thought about was nobody is putting other accessories. So I was like, what other things are people buying with this party supply product. And I found a whole bunch of straws. People were like putting straws in this because, you know, people at parties drink, you know, with straws. I mean, how many parties you go to where there's no beverages, right? So I noticed in the frequently bought together that people were buying, you know, different kinds of straws. And lo and behold, people were buying straws that kind of like went along with the themes of the party. So I'm like, okay. What if I were to throw in just like a few straws into this product? I'm like, that, that, that might be cool. So I was like, okay, let me go ahead and, and quote out putting some straws. And straws were like super, super cheap, all right? Super, super cheap. It was ridiculous. Like one straw, paper straw is 0. 0.0065 of a dollar, okay? So I was like, okay, I'm going to put like, you know, 10, 20. I'm not sure how many straws in here. But now I'm thinking, wait a minute. This is kind of like a, a hassle to, to have two completely separate SKUs. I am not sure which one is going to sell better. You know, what if I don't get this until later and I'm just going to have to sit on all these summer party products 
that I had, the summer fruit one, I'm going to have to sit on this stuff until next year, all the way until like next June in order to sell this. And what if I miscalculate how many of each I need? So the solution I came up with was, you know what? I'm just going to have one package, one product, but I'm going to create two different listings. So here's what I did on the package. I designed it. What I did on two sides of the box, it is fully targeted towards that summer fruit and those summer fruit parties. All right. And the other two sides, the opposite two sides of that box is fully dedicated to the pumpkin style party decorations that people were doing. Right. So I was like, this is great. I don't have to invest in completely new boxes. I just need one box. And now I can just have one stock of inventory and then I can send both of them. I'll put different stickers on both of them, you know, different FN SKUs, and I can send it to two listings. And then as one sells, then I can just resupply it. And it, it's not like, oh my goodness, I ordered too many of the pumpkin ones. Uh oh, I didn't order enough of the summer fruit ones. No, it doesn't matter. They're one in the same thing. So I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. But then what about the straws? Like the straws, I have to have different ones too. So what I did was like, you know what? I'm going to put 15 straws of one kind of theme and I'm going to put 15 straws of the other kind into this box. And then in the listing, I'm only going to say that it has, you know, one item for one theme and one set of straws. I'm not like lying, you know, about what's in the box. I'm just leaving out that it has this other one. So then people are going to get it and they're like, oh, oh, okay, cool. Look at this. I got some extra straws. I didn't even order. That's kind of cool. I was like, you know, they're not going to complain about getting extra things, but that was kind of like my, I don't want to say genius because it's not really that earth shattering, but I was like, this is a pretty unique idea that I'm coming up with. So I hope you guys can picture that there, but I literally took this product and now I have one product in it, which is the main party supply product. And I'm just doing these little throwaway straws in there that cost like literally pennies to put 15 or 30 of these in there. We're talking pennies, right? Now, here's the problem. I went to the sourcing agent. Obviously, a straw factory is not the same thing as this other factory. So she had to go find another factory for the straws. And there's a minimum order quantity on the straws of 20,000 units. I'm like, 20,000 straws. I don't need... 20,000 of these straws. I'm just using this as like, I want to throw, you know, 10 or 15 each into each of these packages. So I'm probably only going to need, you know, a couple thousand because I'm only going to order about 500 of the main package. Right. So I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and order the MOQ and then I'm going to sell the straws in its own bundle. I'm like there, I can see now on helium 10, I was using x-ray. I mean, it's not a big seller, but there is demand for these straws. So I'm like, this makes sense. All right. So it only cost $130, all right, for 20,000 straws. So that's what I did. I ordered a whole bunch more straws, 20,000 each type, and each one only cost 130 bucks. All right. 130 bucks. And so I was like, part of the straws, I was like, I want you to put it in the package. My sourcing agent took care of all of that stuff. And then the rest, I want you to put in packages of 100, and I'm going to sell that as a standalone item. So right now, Guys, if you're counting, how many SKUs do I have? All right. I have the one product, which is the party supply product, but I have two SKUs from that because remember how I'm multi-marketing that one towards the summer fruit, one towards the pumpkin. And then now I have two more standalone products, which are two different sets of straws of a hundred straws each. All right. So now I'm thinking, okay, actually I originally was planning to buy 1000 
of those party supply packages. But I'm like, you know what? I really think I missed the boat on the summer rush for this. I don't think I'm going to sell 1,000 or anywhere near 1,000. So I'm like, I'm going to go 500 instead. And shoot, let me buy some more straws. I mean, these straws are so freaking cheap. Let me start doing some product research about straws. So I just started going on Amazon and Blackbox, again, using X-Ray. And I was like, what are some kind of different colors of straws or situations or kind of certain parties like baby showers or bridal showers? What kind of straws are people buying? And then I just started going crazy looking at going down all these rabbit trails for these straws, right? So then I came across one. I was like, whoa, this is going to be a hot straw. Like these guys who are selling, they barely have any reviews and they're making some pretty decent money. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to order 400 sets of this straw and it's going to have four different kinds of straws, 25 pieces each. So I bought 400 sets of 100 straws. All right. So there's the packages. And again, it was still around 0.007, right, is how much it costs, less than one cent per straw, like almost half of a cent per straw. Right. So I was like, you know what? This is fun. This is so cheap. I mean, these things are only costing like two, three hundred dollars for me to get you know, a bunch of new SKUs. So I'm like, I found another kind of straw that I like. Now, here's the problem I ran in here. For this set of five straws, I got another thing of five straws that I wanted to go ahead and, and sell, but two of the straws had like a super high MOQ. And I'm like, I need to have these straws. But now I have a lopsided amount of straws because I don't want to buy the full MOQ for all that are going to be in the set. So what did I do? I went and said, okay, those extra straws, because those have a high MOQ, let's make that a bundle. All right, guys, how many SKUs do we have so far? We are now up to the four different SKUs for that original you know, party product I was talking about. And now I have three more straw SKUs that I just ordered. All right, so now I'm up to seven, all right? It didn't stop there. I still had some money left over, all right? So I talked it over with the lady and she was like super excited about where I was going with it. She was like, wow, I can't believe you're, you're getting all these products and you're saying there's still money left over. I'm like, Hey, there's still tons of money left over from your initial investment of $5,000. So where do you want to go with this? She's like, well, you know, I see you're, you're doing, uh, you know, these like summer straws. What about, you know, Christmas, Christmas is coming up, you know, obviously in a couple of months, if this product gets here in October, can we do some Christmas straws? I'm like, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll check into it. So I went back to that factory and then checked what kind of straws that might, you know, be popular around Christmas time. And sure enough, I found another set of four different kinds of straws. And I was like, okay, I'm going to make a bundle of this. All right. I want to make a bundle of this straw kit. And I ordered a few more hundred bundles of a hundred pack of straws. But then I was thinking, you know what? Let's just go crazy. All right. I'm not sure which one of these straws might do best on their own, but I think some of them can be good on their own. So that was the, what was that? That was the eighth skew, I believe. I'm not even, I've lost count already. And then I was like, you know what? Let's go and these bundles that I have, I'm going to get half of them and break them up into packs of 50, like super, super cheap, little tiny sets of these straws. So now I made four new skews now, and I ordered 200 bundles each of 50 of those straws. So there you have it. There are 12 SKUs in total. Ridiculous amount of SKUs that I did. Now, how much did all of that cost? Guys, you, you, this is just going to like blow you away. The total product price for all of this stuff, 
12 different SKUs, and, and each one I'm ordering anywhere from 200 to 500 sets out of every one of these 12 products, $3,430. This deserves another how cool is that? Pretty cool, I think, right? $3,430 product price, all right? Next thing, my agent, I was like, hey, I need you to handle the shipping. I, I don't want to have to worry about that. You please compile all this stuff from the different factories, bring it all together, put it all in one shipment. How much is it going to be? And I want, I want to pay the uh, just one price. I don't want to have to worry about duties and taxes and everything just to my door, to my warehouse, at my house, how much. And I want to get a little bit via air so I can kind of hit that last bit of September there or at least October. And the rest of it, I'll take via C. So the two shipments, total price, $1,160 for shipping for all of those units. So completely end price ended up being only $4,590 under my Project 5K goal, right? All right. So I got the products in October, early part. And what did I do during that time? I used the service I've talked about before, rankbell.com. And I, I only did a search find buy promotion for 30 units, all right? I did 30 units initially over six of the products, six of this 12 SKUs. I didn't launch any of those Christmas ones yet. This was too early, only 30. So that was an average of only five units per SKU, promotional units. That's it. That's all it took. That honeymoon period was so strong. I got to page one for most of those keywords that I had wanted to. Now, I did another one towards the end of November, beginning of December, again with Rank Bell for the Christmas and the other sets, and that was a total of 36 units I did promotional. So out of all these 12 SKUs, the entire time of this product, I only did 66 units of promotional units. That's over 12 different products, all right? Now, a short month of October, like I thought, that summer fruit one just didn't really take off. I didn't sell too many of those because you know, people weren't having those kind of parties, but those pumpkin ones, they were selling kind of good. So actually total in October, the first month sold almost 200 units worth of products for about $3,000 gross. All right. $3,000. And the profit was over 20%. All right. November had a kind of slow month. It was like about 1500 bucks. December with those Christmas ones, it, things kind of blew up almost $6,000 gross sales. Guys, I mean, are, are you guys feeling excited about this. You know, I'm not getting rich on this. If this was my product, if this was you, you're not getting rich on this product. The lady whose product this actually was, she wasn't getting rich, but this was kind of cool. I mean, she barely put down $3,000 on this product plus the shipping and she's pulling in this kind of money. All right. Sold more in January, February. Now, as we all know, March and April, everybody's on lockdown. Guess what? There's no parties. All right. So the two main party supply products already had kind of gone down a lot in sales. In January and February, it was kind of like only the straws that were selling. But March and April, things went down like almost to, to nothing. And like the entire month of March and April, sales were only about $1,300 for those products. But May, here in May, it picked up again, you know, because things are opening up or people are preparing for things to open up and back up to about $3,000. So all in all, all right, guys, I'm just trying to make a long story short here. All in all, from October to May, this Project 5K, the gross was $17,000 worth of sales for these like little tiny 
products that the two ones that you know cost over twenty dollars, and then the rest of them we're talking retail prices of around five, six, seven, eight, nine dollars only. Really cheap straw kind of products. Now let me just back up a little bit. Obviously, you know those of you who are Helium Ten users, you can probably guess all the different tools I was using. I told you I already used Blackbox and X-Ray. I used Cerebro when I was first, you know, planning out this product. I used Profitability Calculator. By the way, all of these numbers I'm giving you right now, it come from Profits, our financial analytics. The way I know we got on page one, like I had said when I launched, was because I was using Keyword Tracker. I mean, the list goes on and on. I literally used Helium 10 from A to Z on this case study. And the only outside service I used, like I said, was rankbell.com in order to, to help get those initial promotional units out there. So let's talk some numbers now. All right, now let me just preface this. I'm gonna get into some deep stuff here because I know people ask me about it, but right now I'm looking at the clock. It is 3.05 a.m. on a Sunday morning that I'm recording this podcast. I'm not a mathematician. So please stick with me. Don't roast me if I get some of these numbers wrong, but I just jotted down some notes right here and I hope I got my math right. All right, so let's talk some numbers. The initial investment, right? Let's just put it all in, including shipping to Amazon was, let's just round up. You know, let's round up, make it easy. $5,000, all right, you guys with me? Go ahead and start writing this down on some paper here so you can, you can kind of plan this out and just imagine this is yourself now, all right? Now, the total gross proceeds, like I said, the gross proceeds, of the actual sales was $17,500, all right? Now, that doesn't mean we made $12,500, all right? No, we gotta pay Amazon fees. We have to pay PPC. We've gotta pay the Amazon shipping, et cetera, et cetera, all right? So all of that was about $8,200 of Amazon fees we had to pay, and then about $1,100 worth of sponsored ads, Amazon PPC, all right? So if you take the $5,000 initially invested plus the $8,200 that we paid for Amazon fees and the $1,100 for PPC, we're talking about what? Like about $14,000, okay? So $17,500 is what we grow. So you could see we're ahead already about $3,000 to $3,500, okay? Now, the inventory has not run out. Like I said, I missed that summer of 2019 for one of the products. So I, I didn't sell out of those. I didn't sell out of the uh, Christmas related products. The only one that sold out was like one of the straws sold out. Okay. So let me just tell you what our leftover inventory is. We, we still have almost 30 or around 30% of the inventory. So I just took inventory. I have it all, by the way, out at my warehouse here. And the actual invoice value of the inventory here is about a thousand dollars. All right, so remember, originally we only paid about $3,300, $3,400. We've got about $1,000 worth of inventory left over. Now, if I take what the gross retail value of that product is, that's still about $10,000 worth of retail value, okay? So let's say that, you know, the, the Amazon fees and the PPC, the ratio of for that remaining inventory is gonna be about the same as what we've already done, right? So what does that mean? That means that we're probably gonna be spending about $5,000 on Amazon costs and PPC, right, right? So that means the, the profit there is gonna be, or what we're left over is $5,000, all right? So now, bear with me, all right? Let's talk about ROI. And again, I apologize, it's now 3.08 a.m. If I get this wrong, please don't roast me, all right? So different people calculate ROI differently, but you know, I think the consensus is the way you can calculate ROI 
is you take your net return on the investment, divide it by the cost of investment, and then multiply by 100%, all right? So what is the net return on investment here? Remember, what we've already sold is $3,000 left over. That's the net return, all right? After all of our fees were paid, or that's what we ended up with. And then once we finish selling that initial investment's worth of inventory, we're gonna have another $5,000. So that's $8,000 total, all right? So we take 8,000, we divide it by the initial investment, the cost of investment, which was $5,000. So if my calculations is correct, that means the ROI on this is about 160%, right? Now, the actual profit you know, on all of this was around 18 to uh, 21% around there on average, you know, each month. Again, did somebody get rich on this? No, I mean, she's got, it's been, we've been at this for like, what, six, seven months. And, and she's, she's only got $3,000, but you know, probably in about two or three months, she's probably going to have another 5,000. Now she's not quitting her job on this. You know, this wasn't necessarily the most efficient launch I could, I've ever done, especially thanks to the coronavirus and especially because I picked some seasonal products. But what do we learn from this Project 5K? I hope you guys have learned something. Let's review here. Number one, you don't need a lot of money to get started, guys. When you have cheap products, though, scaling sometimes can be slow. This is definitely an example of why I actually usually do suggest hey, go for products that, you know, might have a higher price point. But my point of this wasn't to disprove that. My point of this was to show that, hey, if you have, you know, a lower amount of money, you still can get it done on Amazon, right? Another takeaway from this, not all products are gonna be a home run. I launched 12 SKUs, right? I'd say I'm only gonna keep six or seven of them. Once I run out of some of these, like those, the ones that was a mistake, in my opinion, was those 50 packs of Christmas things that. You know, I was you know, charging like six bucks, seven bucks for. They sold really slow and, and the profit was very low on it at that price point. I'm probably gonna discontinue it. But three or four of them did great with great margins. And another two are, are kind of okay. So I think I'm gonna keep going. But it's kind of cool that if I had only done one or two products, what if they were the one or two products that actually ended up not selling? I would have pretty much not come out of this with, with any money, you know, any profit, right? But by me investing in 12 different products, kind of diversifying, it kind of like increased the chances that something at least that I was going to do was going to have success. So that was kind of cool, I thought. Another thing, seasonal products, guys, it's tough, especially if you miss the main part of the seasonality of it, just like I did on that summer fruit party pack, right? I missed it by like two months. And so now I'm sitting on some inventory, right? Plus, I didn't ramp up those Christmas products fast enough. I should have tried to ramp up those Christmas party kind of straws and different products maybe earlier in November when it was easier to rank as opposed to doing it late November, early December when already the demand was pretty high. So it's really important, guys. Seasonal products, you can make a great killing in a short period of time but you also have to be prepared, you know, to sell nothing later on. All right. Like I said, sold almost uh, $6,000 in December. I think we've sold maybe four of those Christmas straws, you know, since then. All right. Now, what else? Bundles, guys. Bundles sometimes work well. All right. If you have two different functions for your product, you know, I just had this question on a live call the other day. Somebody says, hey, you know, my product can be in almost two different categories, but it's the same thing. What should I do? The route that I went, 
was I wanted to save money. So I just had one box, one product. I threw everything in there, but my marketing was completely different for this product. And it's funny, the images on the listing on the one product, it just shows the part of the package that's meant for that audience. And on the other listing, it looks like a completely different listing, a completely different box because it's showing the other side of that box and it's, it's got different lifestyle images, different infographics. So, but for me, I never have to worry about not ordering enough of one or too much of the other because I can replenish inventory to Amazon based on whatever is selling because I'm using the same SKU. I just have to put whatever FN SKU, the Amazon barcode, on the box of what I'm assigning it to in inventory in Amazon. Another thing, if your inventory takes forever to sell regardless of price, I don't care if we're talking to this is Project 5K or Project 100K, it's not a good thing. I mean, guys, we, we started this in October and, and now it's May and we still got one third of the inventory left over. Imagine if I had invested 100K, that means how much uh, what I call sleeping money would be around. So it's not a great thing. You should probably try to you know plan the inventory better if possible, right? Now for me, I didn't have to worry about any storage fees, all right? That's me, why not? Because like I said, I've got a warehouse behind my house and I'm not storing hardly anything in Amazon, only what I need to sell within you know, about 45 days or so. And the rest I have here at my house and I just send inventory over there when needed. All right. Another thing we learned, sourcing agents can help a lot, guys. I mean, a shout out to my sourcing agent, Apple, because, you know, she was talking to multiple factories, putting multiple factories products into one bundle. She helped, you know, produce, you know, go to another factory to produce the uh, fancy boxes that I made, you know, she handled all the shipping. I didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. And still it was all done for a price that probably was cheaper than if I did it on my own and had to waste all of my own time. All right. So sourcing agents in this case really worked well. Another thing we learned, it's still easy to rank in the honeymoon period with minimal units supported by PPC. Like I said, out of all those 12 SKUs, I gave a total, a total of 65 promotional units in order to help get some momentum on some different keyword searches that I wanted to rank for, all right? Let me get into my or TST, 30 second tip, all right? This is my 30 second tip for you guys on from what we can take from Project 5K. Here we go. Don't let people tell you that it takes 10,000 or $20,000 to get one product on Amazon. If you've got that kind of money to drop, by all means, go ahead and do it. You can scale probably faster. You can make more profit. But if you only got $5,000 or even $1,000 or even less, as this Project 5K case study shows you, you can start an Amazon business and build it up slowly. Find an opportunity for a product in a price range that fits your budget. Start slow, build it up, and then worry about launching a $10,000 and $20,000 products. Stop using the lack of a huge bank account to keep you from starting your business. You don't need it. All right, now I used Helium 10, obviously, to find the products I wanted to sell and throughout this case study. Now, I want you guys who are not using Helium 10 to give it a try just for a month, and I want you to see how many potential products you can find that you could potentially sell. I guarantee if you're using the tools right, you are going to be able to find something you want or else we'll give you your money back, right? So sign up to try it out for a month right now. Those of you, I know probably most of you guys are already Helium 10 members, but if you're not a Helium 10 member, you're not a seller on Amazon, you're looking for your first product, sign up and try it out for a month. Just go to helium10.com 
Sign up with the discount code SSP for Serious Sellers Podcast, SSP50, all right? SSP50, you're gonna save 50% off your first month. And remember, if you can't find a product to sell in that first month or you change your mind about selling on Amazon, just let our team know before the month is up and they're gonna refund your money. So there's no reason to hold back, all right? I want you guys to start your own Project 5K. And I'm talking to you guys who are already Helium 10 users as well. Start your own Project 5K. Start your own Project 1K if you only have got $1,000. Start your Project 10K, whatever your budget allows you to. I'm talking to a, a friend right now. She's starting a Project 20K. Her product is gonna cost $20,000. That's great. Then come back in six months, all right? Like I did here. I started this like six, seven months ago. I want you to come back in six, seven months. Let me know what you did. And guess what? I'm gonna bring you on the podcast with me to talk about it so hopefully you can inspire somebody else like hopefully I've inspired you in this podcast to get started. So guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you can take something from it. Let us know in the comments on where you guys are listening to, on what you thought of this episode. I love for you to share it with your friends on social media. You know, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, there's like a, a social share button. Or if you want an easier social share button, go to helium10.com forward slash podcast and find this episode. And at the very bottom, you can share it, you know, to your LinkedIn, you can share it to your Twitter, to uh, Facebook and more. Don't forget, guys, like and subscribe to our channel. And please leave a review. Like I said at the beginning, Leave a review on whatever your platform you're listening on. We'd love to get your feedback on what you think of these episodes. Guys, hope you guys found some value in this and I'll see you guys on the next episode.